You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's uh, Tuesday, and, uh, you know, I hate to start the show off like this, but did you see the self-immolation yesterday? I mean, I I watched it again and again uh, this morning, actually. I'm going to go ahead and share some of the audio. You might want to sit down for this. There's something that I've been very... It just speaks to the era we live in now. There's a dark Brandon conspiracy meme. And uh, this this is is something that you seem uh, to have fun with. You've co-opted. It's terrible. You've co-opted Dark Brandon. This is a, a yard sign. And oh. uh, do you enjoy playing around with the Dark It, it is so tragic to see uh, a late-night television star set his career on fire like this. It's Brand- just, oh, uh, my God. Uh, me? Oh. No, I resent the hell out of it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> He's burning the legacy of Johnny Carson and David Letterman. Oh. And Steve Allen. Uh, Jack Parr, you guys don't remember him. I do because, you know, it was before I was born. But, yeah. Wow. This is terrible. You know, I, my favorite one recently is there are 18% of Americans, according to recent polling, have um, believed that you and Taylor Swift are actually uh, working in cahoots. <laughs> and after the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, uh, you, uh, you posted this on social media. I, I, can't, I can't take it anymore. It, it just, it's too agonizing to listen to, to watch somebody set fire to their career and the legacy of late-night television like that in, in such a horrible way, using an accelerant, which is uh, you know having Joe Biden on your show. Uh, it just, it's just too awful. It's just too awful. Uh, because, you know, this is uh, propaganda. This is dear leader kind of stuff, by the way. Dear leader kind of stuff. Uh, Little-known show... Uh, uh, the Seth Meyers show, I guess, is what it's called. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, but uh, little-known show. Seth Meyers decides to have Joe Biden on to fluff him. I wonder if when you fluff somebody for a TV talk show host, if they have to take Viagra. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, uh, Seth Meyers, they uh, they're they're going to do their level best to try to convince the world that Joe Biden's brain is working perfectly. And and as far as I'm concerned, yes. Yes, it is working just fine. You guys are absolutely right. Keep him in the race because he's certainly 100% sharp. He's sharper than he may have been when he was 20 years old. You bet. You keep saying that, please. But unfortunately, last night, Joe Biden uh, referred to the wrong election year. He was talking about this election year, which is 2024, and he screwed it up. What do you, would you want to do? What's your 2024 agenda? Because I feel like we live in such crazy times that that is one of the things I feel we hear less about. Look. The 2020 agenda is to finish the job. Yeah, well, uh, no, it's actually it was, it's, uh, 2024 is the, the year this year. Uh, There's something that I've been very, it just speaks to yeah, Okay, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't do that. And then, of course, uh, I don't know if you knew this, my buddy Chris Plant on his nationally syndicated radio show pointed this out this morning. Uh, at, a, uh, at a speech a couple weeks ago, uh, Donald Trump referred to Mer- Mercedes Schlapp sitting in the front row. Uh, his wife, uh, Melania, was not in the room, and Donald Trump referred to Mercedes Schlapp, and the media said that they... Uh, that Donald Trump called Melania Mercedes, and that was a lie. And that was a lie, and it was repeated last night in Seth Meyers'
hours monologue, and it was set up for Joe Biden. Now, I want to tell you something. As a, as a comedy writer, somebody I, I've done this for a long time. I've written for a lot of people. I even wrote some, some jokes for Jay Leno. I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, this is called an interactive script, all right? Uh, Joe Biden was handed a script. He's been uh, teed up with some lines. Uh, Seth Meyers reads the line. Joe Biden fills in the blank. That's what it is. It's like, uh, and listen, I'm talking to boomers here. I'm talking to uh, Gen Xers. Uh, Johnny Carson used to be called the uh, the Great Karnak, and Ed McMahon would set him up, and Johnny Carson would react. And it's called it's called an interactive script. Well, that's what happened last night on the uh, the Seth Meyers late show of. Seth Meyers, whatever it's called that nobody watches. Anyway, that's what this is. So here is uh, Seth Meyers with a joke that isn't true. Concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? Well, a couple things. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't remember his wife's name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now that's when the fluffers in the audience, that's when the guys who, they don't have cue cards anymore. They have applause signs. They have laughter signs. They bring a comedian, come out to work up the, uh, the uh, crowd into a lather. I've seen this a number of times, actually. And that's what's going on here. Number one. Number two. <laughs> it's about how old your ideas are. Look. Okay. Um, as far as that is concerned, all of the economic ideas of Joe Biden and Barack Obama are Rooseveltian. They're... Um, uh, New Deal uh, ideas. So when he says the Green New Deal, uh, it is the New Deal. So the Democrats don't have any new ideas at all. Not at all. It's all government spending to create work and not jobs. So there's the first time he's wrong. I mean, this is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us back in Roe v. Wade. He wants to take us No, 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 no. They just sent Roe v. Wade to the states. So, you know, that's cool. Back on a whole range of issues there. Like, like what? Like what exactly? For 50, 60 years, they've been solid American positions. Like, and, like uh, what? And I really mean this sincerely. The, uh, really? Okay. I think it's about, about the future. And everything, every single thing we've done, I think we've got... You mean the future, like 2020? Good things done. <laughs> everything, and we, yeah, they told yeah. us we couldn't get them done. Oh, because yeah. Because things were so divided. Yeah. And That's because you did them against the will of the American people, and you did it a lot of it through executive orders. Uh, but I think everything, everything we've gotten done, yeah, he's just friendly stated he wants to do away with it. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And I think you do too, right? Because you know, the economy sucks, the open border, there's a war in the Middle East, possible war with Russia. We're funding a war with Russia. Fentanyl deaths over hundreds of thousands of people, cities uh, falling into decay. I can go on and on. I don't want to list the whole darn things because I'll be talking about how badly the country sucks for the entire show. But here's Joe Biden. He's optimistic. You, I believe, are more optimistic about this country than certainly I am, but wow. a lot of people are. Did, did he have to use that? What is it, Carmex? You use on your lips when it comes to butt kissing? I Why just do you continue about that? to be optimistic about this nation despite everything that's happened in recent years? Look, I tell every world leader, and I mean this sincerely. Do you? Whenever he says he means it sincerely or not a joke, it means the opposite. Never underestimate the ability of the American people. And never underestimate the ability of Joe Biden to screw things up. A famous person said that. There's nothing beyond our capacity. Nothing. Think about it. Every single crisis we've ever, ever, ever been in, we've come out. Okay, I, I can't, I can't dig it anymore. Uh, uh, I'm sure what they did is they uh, just, just cleaned up the mess and and got Seth Meyers home safely, and uh, and it was all over. But. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah, Seth Meyers, uh, I got to tell you, man, um, this to me, and this is maybe, maybe it's a bigger uh, a bigger thing to me because uh, I hold uh, late night television, or I used to in high regard. I, uh, I used to sneak downstairs and peek down the stairs to watch mom and dad watch Johnny Carson while I was in elementary school. And then, and then as I was in like uh, high school and college, I watched David Letterman before he went to hell in a handbasket. And I saw Jay Leno. I saw Arsenio Hall. I've seen them all. And, and I got to tell you, uh, wow, late night is just terrible right now. It is really, 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 really terrible. Yesterday, Joe Biden, by the way, uh, I, I don't know if you knew this, but a, a Georgia nursing school student who was 22 years old and had a brilliant future in front of her. Her name was Lakin Riley. She was murdered by uh, an illegal in the country from Venezuela. About uh, a year ago, Joe Biden said that he would offer uh, uh, work visas to 500,000 Venezuelans. And, and since then, we've seen the rise of Venezuelans street gangs in places like New York City and murders and rapes and uh, child sex trafficking and all that stuff. And uh, and uh, so uh, Joe Biden put out a very tepid response to her murder. Uh, her entire life is gone. Her incredible life that could have been so much was uh, was taken away from her by an illegal who shouldn't be in the uh, in the country, but he is because of Joe Biden. Turns out that the Venezuelan national accused of killing the University of Georgia student Lake and Riley was reportedly investigated by the FBI for assault on a federal officer, according to uh, Jose Antonio Obara, uh, who was released from uh, Border Patrol custody after illegally crossing the border in 2022. A former FBI agent says this happened. Uh, and uh, on Monday, Kyle Serafin, who was fired after blowing the whistle on alleged bureau misconduct, reported that Obara had previously been invested for, investigated for assault on a federal officer. He was uh, investigated uh, by FBI uh, for assault on a federal officer. He allegedly engaged in physical assault against two officials from the DHS. Uh, I'm being told that the case against Ibarra was closely administra- was closed administratively. In my experience, that means the U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Texas declined the prosecution. An email declination to pursue the case is enough to close the uh, FBI side, so he was able to go on and, and do what he did and then ultimately murder a promising young person, robbed that person of her entire life, robbed a family of her entire life, and uh, and has ruined their lives effectively because every single day they'll think about the daughter who was murdered by the illegal. And so that was going on yesterday, and Joe Biden, uh, again, just released a tepid statement. Are you ready for the, the tepid statement here? Um, here? Here it is. Here it is. Uh, right here. Yeah, here it is. We would like to extend our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of Lake and Hope Riley. People should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law if they are found to be guilty. Given this is an active case, we would have to refer you to state law enforcement and ICE. Remember what I said about uh, Joe Biden and the deep state not caring about you and me? Ta-da! Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Well, here's Joe Biden yesterday. He decided to go to an ice cream store in New York City yesterday while Lake and Riley's family prepared her funeral arrangements and you get the invites out and they wrote the obituary and sent it off to the newspaper and all of that stuff, you know, and, uh, and, you know, decided what to do with her belongings and everything. And Joe Biden went out for ice cream and he went to the ice cream store because, you know, he loves ice cream. And, I mean, nobody else in the country likes ice cream, but Joe Biden does. And so, you know, here he is uh, being asked about a number of questions while eating ice cream. 
blithely while the border is open. Oh, by the way, uh, Joe Biden decided after a thousand days of his presidency, a thousand days, one day on Thursday, he's going to go to the border. And why is he going to the border on Thursday? Well, because last week Donald Trump said he was going to the border on Thursday. I've been planning to go Thursday. What I didn't know is uh, my good friend apparently is going. And will you meet your migrants while you're there, Mr. President? Well, I'm not going to announce ahead of time. Secret Service doesn't like me announcing exactly what I'm yeah, Enjoy your ice cream. Enjoy your ice cream. Yeah, no, his brain is perfectly fine. Keep him as the candidate because he is, honestly, he is. Woo, he is the, the guy. Honestly, wow. Uh, uh. Here is uh, Jake Tapper talking about uh, uh, the death of Lake and Riley. And uh, uh, instead of uh, addressing the illegal alien who was allowed to be released from custody on more than one occasion and all that, he decided to say the GOP would seize on her death for the uh, the uh, border issue. So uh, Republicans obviously seizing on this horrific tragedy oh, yeah. at the University seizing of Georgia. On. No, uh, we just talked about it, actually. Um, this girl, this nursing student, killed uh, by an undocumented... Because if the uh, border had been closed and he was not allowed to be in and would have been deported after several arrests, it wouldn't have been an issue. See, we weren't seizing on it. We were just telling you about it. I'm in a Venezuelan uh, migrant, and they're seizing on this as an example of... Oh, he seized again there. Biden's failure to protect the American people and to secure the border. Which is true. Today, President Trump posted on his uh, social media site, Truth Social, quote, When I am your president, we will immediately seal the border. Stop the invasion. And that's what Americans want him to do. And on day one, we will begin the largest deportation operation of illegal criminals in American history. May God bless Lake and Riley and her family. That's the poor. That's more words than, uh, than Joe Biden said about her. Nursing student that was killed. Our prayers are with you. You're I don't with believe Joe Biden said anything about prayers. What's your reaction to that? Well, first, we'll obviously, it's a tragedy, a and we should, we should recognize prayers, that before prayers. the politics and no, this, but no. let's not be naive. Politics no enter these things very quickly. And Donald Trump knows how to take advantage of a situation like this and, and, and exploit it. Wow, that is from uh, Newsbusters, and uh, no, it's just telling the truth, and the media is doing its level best not to say this guy was illegal, not to even say her name uh, wow. You know, it, it, would be, it would be laughable if it weren't so uh, amazingly serious. It really, really is. I've got uh, more on this here, guys. It's moron. I use the word moron when I talked about Joe Biden. Uh, we'll get to that. We've got, uh, we've got some uh, frivolity as well. Winsome Sears, the lieutenant, lieutenant governor of Virginia, accidentally said yes, sir, to a person who wears a wig and pretends to be a woman, and everybody got mad. We're going to get to that as well. And your phone calls on this Tuesday at 800 922-6680. This is a Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. The Rob Carson Show podcast is everywhere. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen for details. Yeah, we do the uh, Newsmax podcast every day. The Rob Carson Show podcast, I should say, on Newsmax. Uh, Newsmax.com slash listen. And uh, we take the radio show every day and divide it into two. Uh, they're portable, by the way, perfect for working out or uh, blowing off work. I mean, uh, working hard at work and taking a break and listening to my podcast. Well, actually, you can work and listen to the podcast as well. So, newsmax.com slash listen. Um, I got to tell you, um, we live in a... Uh, uh, we live in troubled times, and, and I've never seen the American media as bad as it is. I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday. You've got people on 
MSNBC, literally panelists who are communists. Van Jones is a communist. Lawrence O'Donnell is a radical, he called himself a proud, radical leftist socialist, right? And, and now I understand that MSNBC is a, essentially a, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm not, I mean, I'm not throw this around, a communist socialist propaganda network. It's very obvious. That, uh, that this is happening, and, and it's become completely unwatchable, which explains why their numbers are just terrible. Just terrible. And um, so I would ask that, uh, you know, if you do uh, occasionally watch CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, please be cognizant that all they do, and you, you should know this by now, is repeat what the deep state Biden administration tells them to repeat, all right? And uh, and uh, when you when you look at things like the murder of Lake and Riley, and you see things like uh, well, for instance, Georgia student allegedly murdered by illegal immigrants. CNN says little evidence indicating a connection between immigration and crime. That's ridiculous. Everybody knows it's ridiculous because crime is going through the ceiling. By the way. Going through the absolute ceiling, people are uh, are being uh, murdered. People are being raped. Child uh, sex traffickers are winning. Here's a little here's a little montage. If you don't believe me. Following some breaking news out of Athens, Georgia, two colleges have canceled classes today as police look for a murderer. Lake and Riley was described as a shining light. The dean's List nursing student. Police arrested 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. Ibarra crossed into Texas illegally back in September of 2022, then was released into the United States on parole. We're confident this border is secure. We have a secure border. We agree that uh, the border is secure. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. The border is closed. The border is secure. We have taken unprecedented action. Look, the border is not open. Fox News can now confirm that Jose Antonio Barra was busted last year in New York City. But ICE didn't even have time to put in a detainer on him because, hey, he was already back out on the streets. Huh. That's kind of weird, right? It's like CNN is just lying to us. Yeah. CNN is just lying to us. This is uh, por- former uh, border director Tom Homan talking about what's going on at the border and the murder of Lake and Riley. He shouldn't be here. Under Trump administration, he'd be sitting in Mexico in the Remain in Mexico program, but they killed that program. Under Trump administration, we ended catch and release. So even if he wasn't staying in Mexico, when you enter the country legally without documentation, the law says you shall be detained. Not maybe, not think about it, you shall be detained. We ended the catch release. He should be, at least be sitting in an ICE detention facility. You would think. They failed him a third time because mm-hmm. after he entered the country, he committed a crime in New York City, injury to a child. His wife was arrested for possession of stolen property. Under a Trump administration, he would have been taken back into custody for violating his terms of release. Mm-hmm. But in this administration, Secretary Mayorkas has told ICE, you can't arrest somebody being in the country illegally unless you're convicted of an aggravated felony. He wasn't convicted of injury to child. He's arrested. An injury to child is not an aggravated felony. This administration failed this family three times. This is another senseless, preventable death because of this open border. So a majority of Americans want a border wall for the first time in history. More than 6 in 10 demand a barrier with uh, Mexico. And 80% say the migrant crisis is a serious problem. 
But CNN does it, and AOC does it, and Joe Biden does it. In fact, he actually went out and had ice cream yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny, right? 86% of Republicans supported border wall, 58% of independents, 17% of Democrats. Who's the odd man out on that one, right? Yeah, who's uh, listening to the American people right now? Who doesn't believe that allowing uh, people from around the world wholesale to come into the country without vetting isn't causing a massive spike in crime? You keep believing that. You keep believing that. And we'll just steamroll right over you. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. I used to live in Cincinnati, Ohio, and no, I didn't work at WKRP. Uh, I get that line all the time. Uh, There is no WKRP. There's a WKRC, and it's a TV station. So I wanted to. But anyway, I used to uh, go to this. uh, uh, There's a guy there named Jeff Ruby, and he owns these magnificent steakhouses in uh, in, uh, Cincinnati. And he had this one that I used to go to periodically. And uh, and, uh, in the bathroom, there was a guy there. I believe his name was Elton, and he was the bathroom... um, uh, attendant, and when you go to fancy schmancy restaurants, sometimes they'll have a bathroom attendant, right? And you think about this: not the best job in the world, uh, considering you know what's happening in the bathroom, and you're standing there witnessing it all, you know. And and you, as uh, people are leaving, and they wash their hands, you hand them a little towel, or you give them a mint, or maybe a spritz of cologne, or maybe light a match, you know. <laughs> And, and I used to say to Elton, because, you know, a lot of the times the best conversations I have, like I say, when I do appearances and I fly out of town, the best conversations I have are with the people in the, uh, you know, driving me to and from the airport. And so the, the best stories in the world generally are from people you wouldn't think that are very interesting. But, you know, enough about that. But, but Elton, I'd ask Elton, I'd say, hey, man, how you doing? And he'd go, he'd go I'm keeping positive, Rob. I'm, I'm keeping positive. And, and I try to do that every single day, despite the onslaught of insanity you know, that we're experiencing every day. I try to, uh, you know, keep it positive. Keep it positive. 
because uh, I think you need it, right? I think you need that kind of uh, something other than what everybody else has given you, just pounding a desk and screaming at you and saying the end of the world is coming. And I'm not discounting any of that doom stuff, but I just choose not to focus on it because I'd rather try to stop it before it happens, you know? So I, I do my level best to do that, and, and one of the things that I do is I bring comedy to the table because I, I did it for the Rush Limbaugh program. I brought comedy to his show for years, and, and now I'm fortunate enough to, uh, to do it here. I think we're doing the best comedy in the world right now. And, uh, and so I was thinking about, you know, Ronna McDaniels leaving the, the RNC because um, she's done a terrible job, and the RNC is broke. And they're not listening to us because they are right now with Ronna McDaniels, the head of the RNC. They're the Bush Cheney wing of the RNC, and uh, that wing of the RNC is already dead. We're just waiting to spread the ashes. And so I, 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 I said to my friend Jim Gossett, who's uh, just brilliant, you know, he does all the song parodies here, and we just found another guy who we used to work with a long time ago in Springfield, Illinois. I mean, sorry, hell on earth. No, dang it. Illinois. Uh, and he worked at WYMG, which is a great radio station, by the way, in an otherwise eh state. And his name is Keith Miller, and one of the things that he does is uh, he does Beach Boys parodies. And I'm like, man, oh, man, oh, man, what should we do about uh, Ronna McDaniel? And then I thought, how about, uh, how about Help Me Ronna? How about Help Me Ronna? And uh, McDaniel was bad for the GOP. And uh, they came up with this, by the way. She's the worst chairman in the party's history. Pretty much. It's chairwoman, actually, I think. Oh, Ronna, I'm glad you quit. Glad you just quit. Going to March 8th is when she's leaving. Ronna, it's over. We can't believe you did us know. Oh, Ronna. Nice. <laughs> you were toast the minute that Trump said you had to go. Get out now. All the reasons that Ronna lost. Ronna lost. She made a hefty cost. It's time to make a Ronna. Gotta get a real chairman in. You were no help. believe that i mean unbelievable and you know listen the beach boys were really popular before i was born i'm a i'm a gen xer but dang that is uh, really good so you you boomers you 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 uh you, well, i should say everybody because honestly the beach boys are fairly timeless right that's pretty good effort wasn't it uh you can uh, hear that on the podcast or you can go to jim gossett's patron patreon page today patreon.com uh jim gossett show so uh we know that um a uh, a beautiful person named Lincoln Riley was killed by an illegal alien and uh, and yesterday on CNN uh, Katie Porter who's in Congress uh, said that we we shouldn't 
decide our border policy on one measly little murder. Well, I think when a horrible tragedy like, like this happens, I think whenever we're dealing um, with violent crime, there is a sense of outrage, of sadness, and of loss. Yeah. But I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy, which has so many different facets, including economic choices about what workers to allow in and how to create prosperity in America. Wow. So the situation is tragic and it's a loss and it's important to acknowledge that, but also to recognize all the other how all the other parts of immigration policy fit together. Yeah, you know, just one little murder. I mean, what do what? What? I mean, honestly, it's not like a bellwether for everybody who's coming across the southern border illegally. Oh, here's uh, Dr. Phil yesterday on uh, on on The View, on the Harpies from Hell show. You know, uh, Dr. Phil. And uh, Dr. Phil said that, uh, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on south of the border. I talked to the head of all the border guards down there, the, the head of the union. I asked him straight up, kids are coming over the border with numbers written on them, phone numbers and addresses. Do we check those out? He said, well, we call them. Is it possible that we're sending them into known prostitution rings or sweatshops he said it's not possible it is absolute we are using american tax dollars to ship children into known prostitution all and sweatshops some children all children or some children that that was the reaction from the view listen to ship children into known prostitution All and sweatshops. Some children. Well, who knows? Okay. We don't know. I mean, listen, it's just a couple hundred children getting sex trafficked and, you know, murdered and everything. I mean, that's not a sign that we should shut down the border. Oh, I said, are you... <laughs> so what kind of checking do they do? So They, they call the number uh -huh, and, and say, do you know about this child? They well, say yes. Yeah. Will you receive them when they come? Yes. I said, is it possible that that's a prostitution ring? He said, we, ha we know enough to know that it, in a number of cases, it has turned out to be absolute sex ring. It has turned out to be an absolute sweatshop. I said, how is this possible? Well, what do they and he do said, then? it is happening. What do they do then if they know that that's happening? Where is the U.S. Attorney's Office? Where is the... Here's the here's Damn good the question. You have, to, you have to re-ask that question when we come okay. back. Yeah, we got to go a break now. <laughs> we got to go to a break now because they're all sitting there and just completely slack-jawed. Which is easier for Joy Behar to do for some reason, you know, because she needs a little lift there. That is remarkable. And, and you know, when you hear, uh, you know, like, uh, what's her name, Katie Border, saying, oh, one murder, one mortar, and one, one murder. What are we concerned about? Well, here's this. Oregon's fentanyl overdose rate has surged by 1,530% oh, over the last few years. U.S. Centers for Disease Control exposed a shocking statistic. 1,268 deaths occurred as a result of fatal drug overdoses between September 2019 and September 2023. But they're only, they're just drug addicts, right? Or they're kids getting meds that are pressed in Mexico by Chinese communists and sent across the border and they take it accidentally and die. That's really what's happening, if you don't believe me. Uh, here's Peter Schweitzer. He's got a new book about it. He's going to be on the show this week. The precursors come to a port, uh, the port of Manzanillo in Mexico. It's run by a Chinese company. They send those precursors up to a small border town in Mexico. It's just one murder. I mean, we shouldn't shut down the border because of the murder of a college student. Mexico, where 2,000 Chinese nationals help them turn it into fentanyl. They take pill presses that are imported from China that are sold to the drug cartel. 
cartels at cost by the Chinese. They make these pills. They then bring them across the border into the United States. Now, the Mexican cartels need a way to communicate securely, Mark. They use Chinese apps and Chinese communication devices because they know the Chinese will not share that information with American law enforcement. And finally, when these drug cartels collect all this money, they used to launder back in the old days with cocaine. They used yeah. to launder those profits. Uh, cocaine, like the bag found in the White House. They don't know where that came from. It's in Latin American banks. Today, they launder them in Chinese banks. So the fentanyl crisis mm. is completely one that is delivered from China. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's just love. a couple hundred thousand people dying from fentanyl being poisoned by the Chinese Communist Party, you know? Yeah. Central Kentucky uh, District, uh, Madison County, uh, home to fewer than 100,000 people. They just found a, uh, a deadly drug, a drug ring, and they seized enough fentanyl to kill 2 million Americans. By design, by the way. In, uh, in uh, L.A., listen to this, 2,000 homeless people died in Los Angeles in 2023, a nearly 300% increase from 2014. But this is all political because of the murder of one college student, by the way. Two Michigan men are dead, one more in critical condition after two ch- uh, young children discovered their father and his friends unresponsive due to suspected fentanyl overdoses. Yeah. The father, 34, is in critical condition after being administrated and administered Narcan while his two friends, brothers 37 and 39, died. Three Chiefs fans were found dead in the backyard of a guy's house here in Kansas City after a football game. They froze to death after they OD'd on, uh, on fentanyl. On fentanyl. And then they're, uh, they're taking homeless people and they're putting them up in hotels, right, that you can't afford to stay in. And they're basically buying out hotels, which is kind of interesting. Buying them out, taking the signs down, and just allowing them to be illegal flop houses. And Rachel Camphouse Duffy, who is, uh, I think she's on Fox, right, she decided to go down to a FEMA-funded NGO. Now, this used to be like a Days in or something, but they took the sign off of it. And so she decided to go into this building that's being paid for by uh, taxpayers, uh, non-governmental organizations, to put up illegals by the thousands at enormous expense. And here's what happened. What you're seeing is basically an unmarked building. All signage is removed. That's the first sign you know that this is an NGO, a non-governmental organization, in this case, Casa Alitas, who is housing illegal immigrants. Let's go inside to see what happens. That's like La Quinta, except for it's an NGO for illegals. Trying to rent a room? Oh, no, we don't rent rooms. Why? Is this a hotel? We don't. Can you guys get off the property, please? Is this not a hotel? Can you please exit the property? It's private property. Whose private property? There's no, there's no name outside? Can you please have them exit the building? But is this where illegals are being housed with government funding? Can you please get off our property? All of you, please, or I'm going to call the police. Please call them. Hi, what is this? Um, you need to leave, please. But I need to know what it is. Oh, Casa Alitas. This is Casa. This is an NGO paid for by government money. We're not going to answer any of your questions. Just can you explain what you do here? No. Why, why so much secrecy? You know, that's what the American people want to understand what's happening here. Why? So I'll just wait with you here until you leave, but we won't answer any questions. Yeah, you know, we're paying for it. We deserve to know the answers. This is the next day. 
Hey guys, we basically came back this morning. Um, our camera guy was accosted. They threw rocks at our car. They threw wow. rocks at Congressman Biggs' car, what? who's here with us as well. Um, a brick Wait, was, they literally attacked a congressman's car? It's almost thrown at the head of our camera guy. This is not. What is it? Did they visit Georgetown, Guyana? A normal, uh, you know, charity community uh, service here. Wow. What are you going to do about it? Oh, touch. What's the CS? Move. Move. Wow. <laughs> they obviously don't want you to know what's going on. They don't want you to know the parameters, the details. Um, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, it, it felt super third world. Yeah, super third world. It is super third world. We are definitely super third world. It is uh, It is remarkable, right? And that's why I say, you know, some days it's hard for me to come in here and, and keep it positive because what the hell is going on? Oh, uh, one other thing. I'm going to play the Dr. Phil, and this is something I've been saying about COVID. And, and you know, they closed down the schools, even though no children died of uh, exclusively of COVID. If you don't believe me, ask Rand Paul, because it wasn't deadly to children, unless children had some sort of a major um, comorbidity. Comorbidity. Uh, here is Dr. Phil talking about how our federal government, while they were leaving the border open and, and everything, uh, destroying our children's lives by shutting down schools and whatnot for no reason. COVID hits 10 years later, and the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Yeah, they did. Who does that? Yeah. Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, yeah. they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused what? and sexually molested. And in fact, sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch. And referrals dropped 50 to 60 percent. So, there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on. They were trying to save They were trying time. to save now, here the harpies from, I mean, the ViewCast uh, saying, you know, they were just trying to keep kids safe. It's well, lies. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died. I don't know anybody who died of COVID exclusively. During this. So it wasn't, people weren't laying uh, around eating children. I know thousands of people. But, well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're oh, lucky they God. didn't because we kept them out of the... the <laughs> She's glossing over the child abuse the thing. places that, is, that they could be, be sick because Woo! no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group. Yeah, there you go. All right, coming up, Winsome Sears, Lieutenant Governor of, uh, of Virginia. Uh, you got to hear this story. This is the Rob Carson Show. Nine two two six six eight zero. That's just uh, it's kind of uh, kind of addictive. That song, I love it. So uh, the uh, Republican Winsome Sears, who's a fantastic lieutenant governor of the state of Virginia, uh, the Democrats put the state Senate into recess until Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears apologized for calling Senator Danica Rome sir. And if you listen to the video or the audio, you, you she didn't. But but that's okay, because you know what? Here's what I discovered about uh, the left. Like, for instance, the other night when uh, um, I had a great performance on uh, on SNL. Um, and uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on the guy who, who hosted it. I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of uh, SNL. Uh, help me out, Brian. I'm trying to remember the guy who hosted Saturday night. Uh, oh, Shane Gillis, dear Lord. Shane Gillis was on Saturday Night Live, and he said the word retard retarded uh, in his monologue and he was talking about some bullies bullying his niece who has down syndrome 
So he didn't really say it, but the left used it to go after uh, you know him as a as a comedian. And the reason being is they want to target him. They aren't here to defend anybody, and that's what happened yesterday with Winsome Sears. She didn't say anything wrong, but the left used it to go after her because she's a great lieutenant governor. So anyway, the Virginia Democrat-controlled state senate reportedly refused to conduct business Monday until Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears apologized for calling a Democrat transgender lawmaker sir. Uh, Senator Danica Rome, a biological man on the uh, floor of the Senate, referred to was referred to as sir. Uh, and uh, here is the actual audio of that. The senator may state it. Madam President, how many votes will be would it take uh, to pass this bill with the emergency clause? That would be four-fifths, Senator. And what would be the exact number for that, uh, Madam President? Yes, sir, that would be 32. Now, she said yes, sir, because people say that all the time, and they'll say something like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That kind of thing it doesn't necessarily refer to the person who is uh, asked the question or done anything. You'll say, I, I literally, I've been on the phone with women where I'll say, yes, sir. You know, no big deal. It's like saying you guys, right? But, uh, of course, everybody got all butthurt about it because the left wants to use it against Winsome Sears. And here's how Winsome Sears came back after this happened. Of all the sen- here she is. I am not here to upset anyone. I am here to do the job that the people of Virginia have called me to do, and that is to treat everyone with respect and dignity. I myself have at times not been afforded oh, yeah. that same respect and dignity. Yeah, because she's a black conservative, which so probably like an Uncle Tom, no, Aunt Tom, I guess is what she would be. <laughs> but in this body, yes. and as long as I am president of the Senate, and by the grace of God, I will be treated with respect and dignity, and I will treat everyone else with respect and dignity. Now, grow the hell up. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, hour number two of the show. Nikki Haley says no to a third-party run. Ken Buck says there's not enough evidence to impeach Joe Biden for all the influence peddling and bribery, but he should be removed from the 25th Amendment because his brain is broken. And Mike Davis, one of my favorite pundits from The Article 3 Project joins us live. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners.